Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is by the name of Ruth Thomasaint. She's another one of our team members here at Trinity Church, and she works for uh, one of the organizations called Plan B. She is a wonderful mom, and she has two beautiful daughters, and she is in school right now, so she's going to give us some background about her time in the military, as well as her education and schooling now, and some facts about teens. So everybody, help me welcome Ruth. Welcome. How you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Why am I so shy? We're really shy. Never. <laughs> so just give us some background about yourself. Are you a Miami native? Well, just tell the world all about me. Yeah, but yeah, all about I am born and raised in the county of Dade. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, um elementary, middle, high school. Mm-hmm. I went here, I went to the local schools that we actually go in and teach. I don't I remember you said it earlier mm-hmm. that our plan B organization do go out to the different schools. But yes, I graduated from Miami Central. Shout out to the Rockets. Um, yes. And um I want to say when I graduated high school, I went straight into the military. Mm-hmm. So initially, I applied to um, go to Howard University in D.C., HBCU. And, you know, unfortunately, they didn't accept me. And I was just like, okay, let me go into the military. Was it you didn't have enough extracurricular? Um, it was really no real reason. They just didn't accept me. I met all the requirements. I had my GPA. Sometimes, you know, it happens. Um uh, my life, my plan was totally different because I'm sure if I would have went to Howard, a lot of the things and the woman who I am now, mm-hmm. I would have never be who the woman I am right. now. Absolutely. So I joined the military, U.S. Army. Army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely an experience. Um, I would say I can remember the first time I got to basic training. And I cried like a baby. I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, yeah. why did I do this? And I called my mom and I said, can I, like, come home? And my mom was like, well, you signed a contract. I'm like, yeah. dang it, that's right. I did sign the contract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I think what happened was the heart attack heal. That's what we called. And that heal kind of, like, took advantage of, like, how much I needed to go back and run track. Yeah. So I did that. And, you know, I was homesick. I'm from Miami. You know, my family is very close and tight-knit. And being away from home, because I went to South Carolina for basic training and being away from home, that's when I was like, okay, I miss my family. But joining the Army was, um, it helped me grow up. Like, you had to grow up immediately. And around the time that I did... Joined the military, of course, during that time we was in Iraqi, um, the Iraqi yeah. war, Iraqi enduring freedom and all of these different things. So that kind of like made me grow up into like, OK, you need to get this life thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, I had fun. I made great friends in the army, yeah. great friends, um, some stories that like only us can relate to being a veteran. Then you would know like, oh, yeah, I remember this, mm-hmm. you know, simple things like um, get a parade rest. Yeah. Um, the front leaning uh the front leaning rest position, which is like the push up position. Yeah. I don't know, for some reason, being in the army, like there's weird names for exercises. Like instead of saying jumping jacks, you say the side shuttle hop. 
Yeah. Help me understand that. Yeah, my dad was in the Air Force, so when he would go to the PT, he would come back and explain some things. I said, excuse me? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's like a whole nother world. A whole nother yeah. language that I had to understand. Uh-huh. And I would say one of the funniest stories was when I was in basic training, and we had something called a smart book, which is basically like a condensed version of like all of the army regulations mm-hmm. and rules. And so we had to read it, you know, to catch up on it. So me, we stand in something we call the chow line, which mm-hmm. is like the dining line or whatever. And we would stand in the line and I would just have my book open because I didn't want the drill sergeant to bother me. Yeah. Random page. Was I studying the book? Absolutely not. But I had to make sure that I had that focus. Yeah. You know how when you pretend to read a book mm-hmm. like you're focusing? That was the look I had so the drill sergeant wouldn't ask me any questions. And he goes up to me. He was like, private. And I'm like, yes, drill sergeant. He's like, what are you reading? And I'm like, oh, I'm reading my smart book. Mm-hmm. So he takes it from me. And he says, what were you reading? And I'm just like, oh, man. And I give him this look. And then he's like. Were you actually reading the book? And I'm like, do you want me to lie to you, Georgia, or tell you the truth? He was like, private, tell me the truth. And I was like, well, I was learning about, you know, the M16 rifle. And he's like, this is about your uniform. Get to the back of the lineman. And I cried because I'm like, I'm so hungry. And this is dinner time. And during this time, we eat dinner at 5 o'clock. And no more. Like, there's no snack, no nothing. And I'm, like, going to bed hungry. And so, basically, whoever's at the front of the line, you you, like, you have the privilege of sitting down and eating longer. Yeah. So, being that I had to go to the back, I literally had, like, two minutes, two bites. Yeah. Put two bites of the food. Dress sergeant looked at me and said, you're done. What? cried the whole time and the whole time during basic training he called me private tinkerbell i remember now that i think about it i remember my mom telling me when she was in basic training she used to laugh a lot like when they yelled at her so like that she find it like hysterical she used to get in trouble all the time for laughing in their face I did, but, like, I would laugh and cry. Yeah. So they'd be like, Private Tinkerbell, which one are you going to do today? Are you going to cry or are you going to laugh? And I'm like, well, it depends on the mood. And they used to think, like, I'm always joking. But it's because it's like, I can't get mad. Like, I literally signed up for this. And it's like, it's. I want to say it's like a game you have to play. Yeah. Like, why are you so angry? They're literally trying to train you, um, especially during that time for... Um, war. Mm-hmm. They wanted you to be the uh, the best shape you can be mentally and physically. Right. Worse. So, did you get to live anywhere fun? I know we got some fun orders yeah. to hand a couple times. So, did you get to go anywhere? I did. So, I was stationed in North Carolina. I was stationed in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for four years. Germany was to me was my best cultural. Um, duty station, right? Because I got to experience different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, I'm in another country. I don't speak German, yeah. So I'm I'm just imagining like how the communication was. Mm-hmm. But again, when you are placed in a area where the culture is different, you tend you tend to adapt and learn the different um languages or wherever you at so it's not like here in america they teach you the basic spanish no being that i was there in germany i learned how to survive i learned how to adapt um yes i know they have military bases on there but unfortunately when i got there the base was so full that i had no choice but to live outside of the base 
So I had to communicate with my neighbor all the time and they had to teach me about, you know, how to properly recycle because I would say in Europe, in Germany, they're really big on recycling and taking care of the country. So the grass is really green to the point where, you know, me being an American, I'm just like, oh, the grass is so green, it looks fake. fake. So no, they really were very big on recycling right. and how they would handle even trash. Like the trash didn't come three times out of the week like it does here. Over there, it came once every two weeks. So you had to know like mm-hmm. what is actually trash? How do I save certain things? And they're really big on taking care of the environment and also walking a lot of walking and riding bikes literally that's what they would do you would barely see driving especially on the countryside but a lot of um older people they were up walking early in the morning Mm -hmm. um riding their bikes or whatever so um germany was a fun duty station sounds like it yes and i got to of course on the weekends got to visit um different places throughout europe uh london spain italy um france um and france park and after them i went to uh luxembourg Mm -hmm. beautiful 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 country Mm -hmm. oh yeah so if there's a student or a young adult that's watching and they're thinking about choosing the military as their career choice, how would you kind of coach them through that career choice to know that that's for them? So first I would say physically, you have to like honestly prepare yourself because it is a lot of physical um, activities or work that we did. So, you know, we had to do something called 40k ruck marches um which is basically you carry this heavy load on your back for like um 40 kilometers and you know uh just different things that we had to do we had to run every day i remember when i was stationed at fort bragg um north carolina we ran i want to say every monday like six miles on a monday and you know there's you just have to physically get ready and as far as mentally getting ready prepare yourself like the drill sergeants and even some of the sergeants that are there they're not there to actually harm you unless you know that's a different subject but they're there to just make sure that you're prepared mentally because remember we are supposed to be um disciplined Mm -hmm. we are supposed to be prepared for uh, a battle at all times prepared that hey if the enemy comes after me i know what to do x y and z based off of this training so i would say prepare yourself mentally know that they're not there to harm you um and also prepare yourself physically well okay so now moving into your present life oh why (laughs) and you working here at plan b for the teen pregnancy prevention part of plan plan b um explain some things that you do so yeah i am wow i can't believe i'm going to say this i'm the program manager (laughs) um of the teen pregnancy prevention uh, program and i want to say a lot of the work that we do again is about um educating Mm -hmm. the next generation right and i'm a firm believer is that um, we want to apply whatever we are teaching them so that way they can apply it to their lives. Kind of get drill sergeant. Literally. In your literally yeah. They taught me all of these things, but yeah. they had to put us in different scenarios mm-hmm. so that way we can apply all of the skills that we teach. Unfortunately, with this thing called life, we only have it one time. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, there are times we may not get it right, but if you have someone 
who is able to guide you, who has that wisdom to teach you the kind of things like, hey, I made this mistake or, hey, I've done the research mm -hmm. about this and I see that if teens um, are trained and educated in this, then they can apply the knowledge that you teach them. And it's simple. Be genuine. Actually mm -hmm. care about what you do. If you know that, hey, I want to make an impact in my world, right. you can change it by literally impacting one student. Mm -hmm. So how you impact that one student, you actually have a genuine relationship with them. Mm -hmm. You talk to that student. You say, hey, um, I noticed that based on teens in this from this age bracket to this age bracket, how they can stay safe, how they can um, apply um, the different knowledge, how they can't conform to just right. peer pressure, you know, because peer pressure can make us do a lot of dumb things, right. you know, something as simple as even vaping. Yeah. So I know now that's like the new phenomenon that's kind of taken over our right. this generation and you have to educate yourself. You have to do the research. I went to a, um, a conference a couple weeks back and they talked about vaping and how it's detrimental to the youth um and with vaping there's a lot of additives that can be added on um into the the vape that we don't even know what they are we don't and it's like just just to think about like rat poison or even fentanyl fentanyl is fatal you know it's highly addictive and literally you can take one you can't smell it, you can't see it, you can't taste it, there's no difference. And so you take maybe a puff and it has fentanyl in it, you can die. Yeah. So I just feel like we have to continue to educate, educate, educate our teens. And sometimes we have to repeat ourselves because yeah. repetition, like it will stay in your brain, it will be instilled in your brain. Yeah. Just as something as the arm in the army, we had to reply something we would say over and over called the soldier's creed when i became mm -hmm. a sergeant i had to reply over and over something called the non-commissioned officer yeah. creed so it's like different things repetition is yeah. what made it stick to my mind even now i can remember some of even the cadences we were calling because this was something we kept doing right. and i think if we continue to do it and the teenagers, the students, the scholars, mm -hmm. these kids' lives, then we can be able to move forward and change our future. So we're just bettering and getting them ready for life. Yeah. I I wish that when I was in school that I had a program yeah. like this because I just, sometimes as kids, we just want to be heard. Yeah. And yeah. being that we're such in a great environment that, hey, I have an adult who's here to listen to me and to understand me and also give me wisdom. Because when you're a kid and you feel like you're being heard from an adult, you're more susceptible to to listen whatever that adult tells you to I do. I think also from a nudge non-judgmental place mm -hmm. I feel like us working for plan b that we do create this environment that's like you can talk to me mm -hmm. this is a judgment-free zone about topics that you're probably not comfortable with talking to your parents about like mental health mm -hmm. brain being um sexual risk avoidant yeah. all kinds of those mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. so yeah the confidentiality of behind it too that's the key word mm -hmm. that's the key word those are great like non-judgmental -judge and the confident um confidentiality behind it 
you know, of course we have the um, the rule where it's like, hey, if you're going to harm yourself, harm others, because that's for your safety. But it's about like you having that genuine relationship mm-hmm. with the students so that way you can better the future. Yeah. So, Ruth, what's next? I know you're in school and you're working <laughs> towards a degree. So tell us a little bit about that. So, yes, I am in school. I am in FIU. Uh, come on. Uh, and... Uh, I am, wow, how should I put this? Like, I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm definitely nervous at the same time because I want to excel. And I want to excel not only for me, but for my kids, for the students. So that way they can see, like, hey, if Miss Ruth can do it, like, I I can do it as well. And, you know, being that they're younger, I would want them to do it definitely when they're younger because life happens. Remember as you yeah, you know, so it's like it's I'm excited because I want to continue my education and I don't want it to stop here. One thing um I learned from Beyonce, my favorite. We love Beyonce. Yes, we do. <laughs> is that you have to always be a student. Yeah. If you're always a student, you're always learning. So it's like it's it's always knowledge out there in the world that we can just take from everywhere. Like right. like knowledge from Pastor Rich, when he's preaching on Sundays at Trinity Church, like I'm grabbing little nuggets right. here and I'm speaking to, um, we have Andres, our social media guy. He's telling me how to hold the camera to like these <laughs> different shows. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm talking to Pastor David, yeah. giving me like IT information, talking to Nataline and she's like, Oh, you just have to sew it here because right. it's the, like the fashion seamstress person. And even you, like, hey, this is how you do simple things. And so it's like, I'm always willing to be a student. Yeah. And I want to say, like, being that I'm in FIU, I have to always continue to want to be a student and be excited about this. So my major is healthcare. So I'm always striving to learn. Yeah. Um, learning is something that we do continuously. So you have to always be willing to be a student. Yeah, I agree. Well, here at the Gen 2050 podcast, right, or the Steam Forward podcast mm-hmm. that promotes Gen 2050, we always like to say learning is fun. That's true. So fun. But going back to school as you're older, do you find it harder than when you were younger um yes and no so yes I find it harder because I have more responsibilities yeah you know um it's really time and it is but it's all the time learning is the easy part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. finding the time finding the time and the thing is you have to you have to prioritize your time because it's like, do I study or do I sit down and watch this Netflix show that I'm trying to binge? Yeah. And it's like, um, if I watch this Netflix show I'm trying to binge, then that means it affects my grade. Yeah. And I am uh, very much a stickler about my grade now. You know, I want to say, you know, back then I was like, oh, whatever. It's, it's okay. It's okay. okay. But if I get a C, I'm like, why? What did I do? What's going on here? But I would say, you know, um, my grades are very much important to me. So, again, I strive hard. Yeah. So any chance I get, like, when I'm going through my phone, I'm literally, like, looking at different notes to study. Um, No, I would say... it's not because, again, in life, you always have to be a student. Right. So if you have that mindset that you're a student in life, mm-hmm. then you know when you go to school, you're a student. Yeah, you're capable so, of just being able to learn. And honestly, I think no matter how old you are, how young you are, 
learning is something that you're going to do every single right. day. And it's true what they say that you learn something new every single day. And if you didn't learn something new today, then who did you have around you? Mm -hmm. Who? What did you read? What did you surround yourself with where you're not able to learn right. something new? Right. So what is the end goal? Like specifically maybe working with Plan B. What is your end goal? What is the goal for you with the students to Skype core? So... The goal for me, um, I would say like it wouldn't be a goal. It was it's more so like I have to look at it as a journey. Yeah. Because plan B it shouldn't be a destination. Right. Because we should always be continuing to move forward. <laughs> Steam forward, you know? <laughs> but um yeah, we should always be it it should be a journey. So my journey here is to for plan B is to continue striving, continuing to do more research so that way we can find out where's the the needs in these different communities in Miami Dade County. Um and of course if we can expand to Broward County, that would be great too. Where's the need in Broward County? But um again we have to change and focus sometimes on our own community mm -hmm. before we can branch out and reach others. Um, so I would say for plan B goal again is to just continue to just move forward, strive to be better um, than we were yesterday. And, um, you know, for me personally, you know, I have financial goals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to get a Chanel bag. So in order for me to Name get it. a Chanel bag, mm. I got to go ahead and get this degree. Hello. Continue on because mm. school is important and I need that money because, you know, it's the six figures is what it's about. Yeah. Continue on your way to making that six, six figures. That's why we're the color green. Come on now. Well, to wrap up this podcast, we like to end with the word of the day. So through the military, through working with Plan B, through your education, if you could just sum it up in one word, what would it be and why? Uh, so I would say uh, resilience. Yeah. Um. Because I've had a lot of setbacks in my life, but yeah. I know that, hey, this is who I am. This is what, this setback is not who I actually am, but it's going to better me mm -hmm. into a better person. So, yeah, I would say resilience. And I can say that about you. You are very resilient. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Holy friend. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Steam Forward podcast. As always, there's two sponsors that we love to thank, and that's Trinity Church and the Children's Trust. And don't forget that there are two ways, no, three ways in which you can listen or watch this podcast. If you'd like to listen, just follow us on Apple and Spotify. If you'd like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a review. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And remember, this is the Steam Forward podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.